classes in session for the black and nerdy. Welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. Let's go. Classes in session. What's good? It's the Blurred Alliance University podcast with J-Rock. McFly Smith. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. To be honest, I feel like we have to start the show with saying RIP to Jacob Blake and the protesters that lost their lives at the hand of Kyle Rittenhouse. We all know what happened this past week. Um, so RIP to Justin Rosenbaum, Anthony Huber, um, and hopefully Gage Grosskreutz doesn't have any PTSD over this because it's really gotten out of hand. I mean, we're not surprised. We're just tired. Um, so I, we definitely just want to re- pay our respects first and foremost. You got something to say, bro? Mmm. I'm going to just keep it cool. Just RIP to him. <laughs> yeah. Because we can definitely go on a minute with this, but again, just wanted to start off the show and pay our respects because America is crazy. So stay safe out there, y'all, and you know we're gonna keep pushing. But we can get into it. Happy Thanksgiving, actually, because you know <laughs> there's still a lot to be thankful for. So what you thankful for, bro? What what you looking at this Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Be with the fam. You know what I'm saying? You can slide through if you won't, if you ain't doing nothing. Oh, yeah. You know you know the vibes. Um, but yeah, thankful just to be here, being alive, being healthy, working. Started this podcast with you, so we good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, family always first. And, <clears throat> and thankful just for this opportunity, this platform that we have now. Because like we always say, this has been a minute. We've been talking about this for a while, bro. So to actually be able to do it with you, I mean... I couldn't ask for anything more this Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there too. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Uh, hopefully, like I said, y'all stay safe. Y'all having fun with your families. But <laughs> in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I was thinking about different characters and different houses I would actually want to go to for Thanksgiving. What's a superhero house you would want to go to for Thanksgiving? A black superhero's house. <laughs> you know what? You should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've been thinking about this for a minute. I was like, this is crazy. Like, thinking about all the black superheroes, their families and everything. To be honest, this might come as a surprise to you too, bro. I don't even think you you think that I would say this. But I would go to Frozone's house from Incredibles. What? <laughs> bro, see? I knew it. So, I go to Frozone's house simply for the fact, one, I'm older now. We're in our late 20s. You feel me? I don't want to be around kids that much. Any superhero with kids, I don't want to be at their house for Thanksgiving. Like, I'd rather be at Frozone's and Honey's house. And the way Honey talked to Frozone, I know she could cook, bro. It's just, it's just <laughs> them. That's going to be the saddest Thanksgiving ever. No, it's not. It's going to be, bro, Samuel Jackson voices Frozone. You think it's going to be sad? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, Thanksgiving's for, like, a group, like, family. And you choose two people? <laughs> yes, because I want to chill this Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bruh, it's been a hell of a year. A hell of a two years. I mean, COVID, so? pandemic. I'm trying to relax. I don't want anything on my mind but the food. And like I said, the way Honey talked to Frozone, I know she could cook. You don't think she could? You don't think? I'm not knocking her cooking. Bruh, skills. she throwing down in the kitchen. I'm just no saying. Cat. We just did a whole segment about family. And then you say, no, nah, I'm tired of y'all. I'm going to eat by myself <laughs> with <Bruh>. Frozone and Honey. <laughs> But I don't have kids. So it's not like I, I had kids to take or anything. Like, I'm just trying to chill. Like I said, honey throwing down in the kitchen. Frozone got all the drinks cooled. We chilling. It's good. If I want to see kids, we can go over to Bob and Helen's house. 
and we can kick it with Dash and them. But <laughs> see, you're not fucking with me, anyways. What you think? How she goes. But I will say, Wakanda is a very, very close second, just because I I know that his spices are fire. This fool. What you mean, this fool? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, exactly. That'd be dope. Go ahead. See, you judge me. Go ahead. I'm not judging you. Nah, go ahead. I'm not judging you. But you know, I'm family oriented. <laughs> so, right. I'm family, going, family I'm family. going with Proud Family. Because we for to be lit in there. I definitely <laughs> said superhero first. I don't care about superheroes. See? I'm talking family. Family. Damn the superheroes. Damn the superheroes. That's how you feel? That's how I feel. I want a nice, non-superpower... <laughs> Thanksgiving. Damn the superheroes with a Black Panther hoodie on. Yeah, you bought it. <laughs> I'm wearing because you bought it. <laughs> nah, don't try to play. You, know. <laughs> you wilding. I'm but anyways, Proud Family is a good choice. I know. But BB and CC are bad as hell. That's fine. Oscar and you know Sugar I Mama are going to be arguing the whole time with the kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Said if someone's acting out, I got something for them. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. But, it. like I said, Oscar and Sugar Mama going to be arguing the whole time. That's, That's what you want? Yeah. It's what? like a regular Tuesday. And, and what a penny invite DeJanae over. I'm chilling. And all her 12 brothers and sisters. I'm chilling. Big family, big Thanksgiving. It's live. Okay, bro. I respect it. See, unlike you, I'm not going to judge. What you know what I'm saying? Self. Go ahead. I'm not I'm lonely. Fine. I'm turning up in there. Right. <laughs> See? <laughs> Right. You really judging me? I'm not judging you. You really judging? There's no judgment. Said I'm a family man. Like I don't care about my family. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyways, moving into our next subject, we going into. So what had happened was this is recent entertainment news. If you didn't know, the first one I feel like is some huge news. Um, from Marvel, Nate Moore, VP of Marvel, said they're not recasting Black Panther. This is the first official statement we got from them, confirming that they're not recasting T'Challa. Um, so what you think about it, bro? What, what I mean, think? you know, as you see the hoodie. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Um, I think it's something that just, I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't recast it, so I'm full agreement with it. Um, T'Challa, Chadwick, obviously he played a big part in this, so to recast someone like that after his sudden passing, especially, you know, battling cancer for that long, it's kind of just something you just don't want to do, especially since he means so much to a lot of us. As you can see, he's literally all around my house, so (laughs) it just, I don't know, I'm with it. I mean, obviously I want the Black Panther legacy to live on, which it will, now that they're back in production, now that Shuri's healthy, I assume, so... Yeah, I'm I'm with it. <clears throat> yeah, I feel you. Uh, I'm with it too. I don't think they should recast it. There's so much more lore and a lot more stories to tell with Wakanda and every other character that they've introduced. I just feel like it, it's really a respect thing at this point. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther is Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Like that's who he is to us. So I don't I don't think it would be a good look if they were to go ahead and recast him. Um, and like I said. Sh- we have a, a ton of stories to to go into with Wakanda. I mean, right. yeah, sure, sure, we still have Mbaku. I mean, Yo, theory man. is we still got Killmonger because I mean, we technically didn't see him die. So, but in the comics, he he comes back a lot. Yes, so. I'm aware. So, so there's still a lot of lore and a lot of stories that can be told, and with them still being respectful to Chadwick Boseman. So I'm with it. 
I think it's a good move for them. Um, and you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And yep. then in staying with Marvel, we got that No Way Home trailer. Thank God. <laughs> Bro, the internet was going crazy. Jesus. I mean, to be honest, I didn't need a second trailer because we're like three weeks away from it actually coming out. Bruh. I was cool. I was chilling. It's like I'm gonna go see it regardless. But what you think about what, what happened in the trailer and what were your what were your thoughts on it? I mean, nothing happened in the trailer. It was just the <laughs> same thing. They just showcased the same thing. So to me, it was just like I feel like it was forced the first time when the trailer came out. I don't even think they were going to do a trailer until it leaked. So, again, it's Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man really need a trailer to showcase itself? No. So then there's no point for either <laughs> one of those. Again, it's more fandom losing their minds because they're not getting what they want. But, hey, who am I? Chill. <laughs> I mean... I, I feel you. Like I said, I didn't need another trailer. It's coming out in three weeks. I thought the trailer was cool. I mean, it, like you said, it didn't have anything new in it or anything surprising. It was something where they just confirmed what a lot of people had already thought, which was we were getting Lizard, we were getting Electro, in addition to like Sandman, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, all that stuff. Right. They still didn't show um, Toby and Andrew, which I'm actually glad that they didn't Same. because that's a theater experience right that's something i want to experience with hundreds of other people in a theater that's all hyped as fuck to see this shit go down awesome. so if they would have put in a trailer it would have been cool but then again it would just been like ah now i'm going into it knowing the exact scene and what it's going to look like um but yeah it was a cool trailer like i said it wasn't anything new it's kind of what i expected uh but still got the internet going crazy with the theories did you see the the uh <laughs> the part of the trailer where it looked like air was hitting lizard Bruh, in his face? Yes. <laughs> yes it's it's all over my fyp people are losing their minds about it i mean yeah it's it's true he did get hit by oxygen he did so he did obviously there's someone there but like i said <laughs> i try not to theorize just because you know I just don't like with Marvel. I just kind of like to go in clear head Facts. and get the best I can. But yeah, that was that was a little awkward. His neck went a little left. <laughs> Bruh, he got a he caught a fade by oxygen, like you said. Like he really got smacked, and they expected us not to notice, especially with everybody on social media. Right? right? Like you know, we have detectives on social media. Bro, like they took the time to zoom in <laughs> and circle. They like edited the picture and everything, circled it. It was like, bruh. Social media detectives are better than Batman. <laughs> They're giving Batman a run for his money Bruh, <laughs> for the so world's funny. greatest detective. And it's just, it's crazy because, like, this is just Spider-Man. Like, they're going this insane to make sure that they see Andrew and Toby in this movie. And, like, I don't even remember people <laughs> talking about Andrew that much when Spider-Man was out. Toby, yes. But Andrew, no. I think it's because social media has given the Andrew fans more of a platform because like you said, a lot of people resonate with Toby. Right. Cause that was our first Spider-Man. Right. That was the one that was like, Oh my God. Like he really brought Spider-Man to the screen for a lot of us, but there are, there is, and there are a lot of people that like Andrew better. And I feel like in their circles, they were always ridiculed for it because right. those movies don't get love. Yeah. But now, with the emergence of social media, TikTok, Twitter, whatever the case may be, now that they actually hear he's coming back, now I feel like their voice is being amplified. And I think that's good. Um, I don't like seeing a lot of the arguing 
because it really makes no sense just putting down other Spider-Mans to put yours up. I mean, they're all Spider-Men at True. this point. And at this point, it's confirmed they're just all in different universes. They all exist. They're all canon. So it's like, yes, you can have your favorite one, but don't just dog <laughs> another one. I feel just... like a lot of people dog Tom, too. And I don't know why. Right, they do. I really don't know why. Either. They do. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Bruh, they <laughs> dog him so bruh. Like, literally, they put a leash around like, his Spider-Man is... and walk him through their videos. Like, they refuse <laughs> to accept this man as Spider-Man. And it's so mind-boggling to me. Because he's really not that bad. He's not that bad. But, like I said, I don't know. Maybe it's a hint of nostalgia. Maybe it's him being younger or him not really using hands like that because i mean i can see that criticism he really don't throw hands like i mean that. even then but we all knew that this was like basically the start for mm-hmm. spider-man mm-hmm. to learn his powers mm-hmm. not just jump into spidey senses and using his super strength and stuff like that so to me it was like a development of spider-man which is something we didn't have you know in the sense so i don't know i i like this way it's easier and we can connect with them more that's very true. And I like that they skipped the whole Uncle Ben thing. Same. They might do it in the animated series. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. But I feel what you're saying. And a lot of the criticism I see is that Tony Stark was too much of an influence on him. And he's like Tony Stark Jr. because he has all this tech and stuff. And, and a lot of his story revolves around Tony Stark. But while that's a valid criticism, I don't think that holds much weight and the sense of his own development over the course of what how many movies he's been in for he was in infinity war and civil war infinity war civil war endgame and then his two he's been in five movies now five yeah right and i think he's grown as much on his own as tony stark has helped him because even in homecoming at the when it's getting closer to the third act when the building falls down on him he has to hype himself up he didn't have his suit he didn't have anything and he was like i am spider-man come on spider like Bruh, that scene really gave me chills. I'm not even gonna that lie. Scene <laughs> that scene was dope. That scene was hard. That scene was dope. So, like I said, while it's a valid criticism, because a lot of his story is revolving around tech and Tony Stark, there are very good character moments that Tom has, too. Yeah. But I digress with the whole Spider-Man talk. We'll see what happens on December 17th when it drops. Um, another thing that got announced this week was a Harry Potter reunion with the whole cast. You're a bigger Harry Potter fan than me, so I'm, I'm gonna let you take this. I'm decided, baby. <laughs> I'm so excited, bro. I didn't post about it, but yeah, I'm real excited because this is this is something that, as a fandom of wizards that we all think we are, Hogwarts, all that <laughs> to see them like the cast. Uh, J.K. J.K. is not coming for personal stuff, <laughs> but awesome. the regular cast is just fine. Um, so yeah, this is this is dope. Daniel's already talking about it. He's excited. He knows how much that you know Harry Potter means to a lot of people. So. Yeah, man, I'm I'm about to be in here geeked up January first. Like, lie to you. <laughs> I feel you. Like, like I said, you're a bigger Harry Potter nerd and fan than me. Yes, but I, I mean, can. I think it's always good when people can come back to a franchise that they started when they were younger and still have love for it and and still be able to resonate with it and be able to be friends with the people that actually did it with. Right. Because there are so many things where you look back and you're just like. I hate that. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I was friends with that person. Right. And, you know, it can it can take a lot away. But the fact that they did those movies for so... They literally grew up together. Right. And they're still friends they can come together and look back on it fondly. 
that does something to me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, that's amazing. That warms my heart. And that that's why I like heart, about these reunion shows because it's not just you know them coming together. It's it's bringing us all together. You know what I mean? Facts. Like with Fresh Prince reunion, the Friends reunion, now this reunion. This is just something that all fans need and endure because we like the nostalgic stuff. So. Yeah, this is this is dope. Exactly. This is really dope. I'm exactly. cheesing like crazy right now. Bro, <laughs> 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 your smile is literally reaching your ears. Right now. I can't. Dope. But it's, like I said, essentially, I just like when people can look back on life and and enjoy it and be fun with right. it. Because I mean, for example, High School Musical, right? <laughs> Bro, none of them like that. <laughs> okay. Like, they okay. they come together. Hold on, hold on. They come together, right? Every time they come together, you know, things have gotten better because I know Ashley Tisdale and Lucas hated each other yeah. while they were filming yeah. it. Zach Efron doesn't even acknowledge he was in that hoe. And he was in, th- bro, you made three movies, fam. I'm going to need you, <laughs> I'm going to need you to get over it, you feel me? And just be like, yes, I did it, <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to talk about it because he doesn't even show up to anything. I'm- like, bro. And it's funny because he did Hairspray and The Greatest Showman. And he's he's a musical dude. Like he can pull all of that off. Like he's so good at it. Yeah. And then he looks back at High School Musical. He's like, I nah. Hate it. <laughs> I hate that movie. I hate. It. It's like what I want to know what happened for him. Well, to- we know he dated Gabriella. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So we don't know what happened behind the scenes. Right. That. But again, you know, kind of like with Shia. You know, you're the main dude. You're the one who really, really made it. Like, Zach is the one who really, really made it out of High School Musical in a sense. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he's been in everything since High School Musical. He's still going. He got his little show on Netflix now, traveling the world, eating food and stuff. Oh, yeah, I saw that shit. And that show's actually dope, so y'all should check that out. But yeah, so it's just, I think it's just a matter of how far you get in stardom and kind of like how Keenan is from Keenan and Kel. You kind of don't want to talk about your past stuff that you did as a kid and Mm-hmm. Want to stay focused on the present and your future. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can kind of understand. <laughs> but again, when it comes to High School Musical, there's a lot of fucking fans. <laughs> oh, God, and they're fiending for a whole reunion. Because of course they get little reunions here and there with most of the cast. Yeah. But I know they're fiending for a Zac Efron appearance, bro. Oh, without Every question. time it comes up, I, I just read the comments and I'm going through them. And they all... Just like, where's Zach at? When is Zach going to come? When it, It's like, I think we just need to give up on that. Yeah, he ain't coming. It's okay. <laughs> he said, all right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> like, it's been coming. long enough. But yeah, like I said, I'm excited for the Harry Potter reunion. I think it'll be good. It'll be a good feel-good special, so I think it'll be dope. But also, they're starting to fill out the cast for Avatar. Um, the live action. I am still a little skeptical about it just because the original creators of the show already left. So I don't know how good the show is going to be. I hope it's going to be good, but I'm I'm down with the cast. I mean, there's a couple of names on here that um, have been in, in previous um, films and previous TV shows, but a lot of them are new, and I, I like that. I, I like that they're adding fresh faces to to a, a series as big as this one that means a lot to so many people giving those people opportunity and i'm also glad that they're not whitewashing it because we all know how that went with the movie <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> the movie bro remember they made a movie yeah m night Shyamalan, nick no i have Nickelodeon. No, idea. no idea what that is we could watch it i've never <laughs> nope. I, don't, I don't think it exists bro 
They buried that like deep in lava. Like, <laughs> in lava. <laughs> he said they avatar broke with that bitch. I think all, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that they've learned from their past mistakes and they're they're yeah. keeping it within the culture. What you think about it, bro? I mean, again, it's 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 a good because I feel like now that we're this far, you know, since it came out when effects were pretty much nothing. So hopefully they learn from the mistakes of whatever movie you were just talking about <laughs> and could adjust that. Because you remember in Shang-Chi with the mom, she was out there airbending and floating. Fast. So if you take a look at that and you put that in the movie itself, then yeah, we got something here. Because the motion of that, how beautiful it looked, how elegant it was, that's what an airbender is. So they just need to do the research and make sure they stick to the story. Obviously with the original creators leaving, Whatever they gave me Avatar Korra, so I haven't forgave them yet. So <laughs> they can do whatever they want. What you mean you haven't forgiven them yet? Let's not act like that was the best three seasons of our lives. It something. wasn't the best. It wasn't. But I won't say it was just complete dog shit. Uh, teach them. <laughs> <laughs> right, we ain't got to argue about it. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, I'm excited for the for the Avatar series. Um, like I said, I'm a little skeptical because the creators left, but hopefully the the people that are working on it with Netflix, um, you know, give the effort. I mean, <laughs> half of the battle is effort because Please. a lot of the entertainment industry, you could just tell that no effort was put into it. The love of the source material is not there. So I feel like as long as they have those two things um, and the actors, you know, pull their weight, I think it'll be okay, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Still going with casting, Delroy Lindo just got cast in Blade. That this is like the first Blade news we've gotten in hell along, bro. Since it was announced, fam. Bruh. And I'm saying, like, okay, this is a spoilers for Eternals if you haven't seen it. It's been out for a minute, so we're gonna talk about it. The post credit scene where you heard Mahershala's voice. I was hoping they were gonna show him. Me too. I was hoping like I wanna I wanna see the leather jacket. I wanna bruh. I wanted to see the blades on him. I wanted to see bruh. I wanted to see I wanna see the haircut. Oh, <laughs> like, gosh. Bruh, I hella wanted to see it. I'm I'm kinda mad that we didn't and we only got the voice. But like I said, this is like the first news that we've gotten for Blade. What you think about it? I mean they haven't said who he is, but I mean, it don't matter who he is. This is a veteran right here. Facts. You know what I'm saying? This is Clockers right here. This is this is the guy. You know, he just did five bloods with, with Chadwick. Yes, sir. So this is this is a good casting for this type of movie, good veteranship, regardless of what he's playing. You know, and like you said, Maharsha Ali, two Academy Awards already, even though <clears throat> they were just supporting. But I still love it. So <laughs> this is still gonna be dope. I think that Hopefully they start giving us more news, and with the, uh, him having his cameo, then maybe they'll finally introduce him a little more later on in whatever else he's conjoining. Because isn't he technically, well, it's Sony, but isn't he technically connected to that vampire movie, Mor- Morbius? Morbius? Yeah. He could be. He could be. Especially with all the multiverse things that Marvel is doing. I mean, everything's about to be canon now, I feel right. like. I just feel like they're going to kind of pull everything in into the mcu especially with the multiverse of madness yeah i feel like that movie's gonna be wild i feel like that movie's gonna introduce a lot of different characters right introduce a lot of characters reintroduce a lot of characters that we grew up with whether it be the fantastic four whether it be um daredevil or or whatever the case may be you know i think multiverse of madness is just gonna make everything canon so blade could have a hand in the morbius movie he might you know have a post-credit scene kind of like how venom 2 showed tom 
Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But like you said, this is a veteran. Delroy Lindo is solid, bro. And like I said in the last episode, I'm really just enjoying all our older black actors and actresses getting their shine, bro. Nice. Like, go ahead, keep acting. You know, you're healthy. Keep it moving. And, and we're just going to enjoy you while you're here. Because a lot of them are just getting up there, bro. And we don't know how long we'll have with them. Life is precious, so... Um, I'm all for this. I'm in it. I'm all for it. And like I said, it's the first piece of Blade news that we got pretty much since it was announced. Bro. <laughs> like, we haven't gotten anything for Blade. So just the announcement of this casting got me, got me geeked. Bruh. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, man. Like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> like, like, real talk. Like, with Blade, like, I feel like Blade is more popular now thanks to social media. But I was, like, really down with Wesley Snipes. You know what I'm saying? Most yeah. of us were. That yeah. was our, like, black superhero dude. Facts. He was really out here doing kung fu the whole nine. Yeah. Drop Zone, one of my favorite movies. Nah, I will never skydive, so don't ask. But it's one <laughs> of my favorite movies. I was about to ask. Favorite I was about to ask. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. Wesley Snipes was that dude for a while. So to see that this is now branching and it's rebooting, we're getting, Ma- I can't say his name, Ali. Mahershala? Bruh. Mahershala? It's too much. <laughs> so, he's already a solid actor in itself. Wesley Snipes already tweeted out he's going to do amazing. So, he already got the stamp of approval. Facts. So, then, yeah. This is all we need, baby. Just keep casting. Do it right, please. And I think please. people don't realize that Blade is to thank for the MCU. They don't. They just jumped to Iron Man. But I don't want to get into that. We, we, we. <laughs> no, we're going to get into it. This is the Blurred Alliance University. We're black here, so we don't talk about black shit. We're going to get into it because we got to talk our shit too. Without Blade, the MCU wouldn't exist. It wouldn't. Go ahead, Google it, fact check it. I don't give a fuck what you want to do. It really wouldn't. But for all the haters out there that don't like diversity, that get mad at casting, at all these movies coming out, one, Read the comics. He's a comic book character. It doesn't matter what you like or what you don't like. If he's a comic book character and they want to make a live action version, do it. I'm all for it. Do baby. it. But again, we're going to pop our shit. This is the Black Nerd Alliance University. And Blade is the reason for the MCU. Without question. Popular. Made money. Was a success. Come on, man. Give and him. people dress up like him probably. Facts. Give him his respect. And he's just a dope-ass character. But... Anyways, we're still talking about superhero movies. You hear what Ridley Scott said about hero movies? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> what you think? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand directors and producers and stuff like that right now. They're just all like mad because their movies are making money, but not enough money is superhero mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this era that we're in right now, mm-hmm. it's just a superhero way right now. There's like, again, like... The what we keep saying, it's fandom, it's 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 fans, it's people what we want, what we want, what we want. Yeah. So what do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna give us what we want. Obviously, I'm a film head. I love all movies, all film, mm-hmm. classic, new, doesn't matter. But again, I'm still a nerd, still a blurred, mm-hmm. so I'ma watch my superhero <laughs> yeah. movies. Like I'ma still watch that shit. And to me personally, it's like it. People praise Back to the Future. I mean, it's not a superhero movie, but that's still some nerdy stuff that we just witnessed. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you could love that, then you should be able to love this because it's still a direction of something that is just elegant and beautiful and fun and brings families together, gives us something to purchase, gives us something to geek over. So why? Why not love it no matter what? 
It's it's literally just old heads hating, bro. All the time. Like, why are you hating? It's okay. Like, I get it. You got a movie to promote. You know what I'm saying? He got what? Um, what did he just come out with? He came out with that uh, medieval movie with Adam Driver, uh, oh. Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. The movie that no one knew about. <laughs> exactly. He has movies to promote. So, I understand that you're going on, on your media press run and you got to talk shit about other movies. But... I don't understand how you can say that when movies like Logan exist, when when movies like Dark Knight exist. I understand if the whole CGI fanfare and and just action isn't isn't your thing. I get it, but don't say there's lazy writing and all superhero movies are dog shit when it comes to storytelling. When these movies exist, Shang Chi literally just came out. That story was beautiful, nigga. Dope as fuck. Beautiful. And you're going to tell me storytelling in superhero movies is dog shit? Like, come on, fam. Like, tell me you don't watch superhero movies without telling me. Like, if you, there's no way you can watch Logan. Again, I'm going to go back to Logan because I feel like Logan is one of the best written superhero movies and one of the best endings to a character that we've ever seen. And you're going to tell me you watch that and you think the storytelling and the writing was lazy and it was, it was dog shit? Like, it was weak as fuck? Like, come on, man. And he was really just propping his own movies up. Like, I made great superhero movies with Gladiator. Nigga, let that shit go. I mean, I, I like Gladiator. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I don't like it. But, like, let it go, nigga. Like, we moved past that. Like, yes, it's a classic. Yes, it's a good movie. Yes, he's a great character. Right. But you don't, again, when making arguments, you don't have to put something else down sure. to make your own argument. Yep. Like, he could have kept that shit moving, literally, and just been like, I feel like I made great superhero characters, too. Look at my movies. Instead of going the whole fucking 10 yards, where he's just like, fuck superhero movies. My my heroes are way better than them. <laughs> like, bruh, come on now. Yeah, bro. It's, it's just, again, I feel like, in the sense of, like, competitive, I guess that's how you feel, especially when, you know, you got, you know, Eternals finally hitting 300 mil, uh-huh. and then your movie only hits like 4.5. Uh-huh. So it's kind of just a matter of like, damn, how can I step my game up? How can I evolve? And that's pretty much how they have to take it in. You can't keep making the same movie and then not promote it. Like, I didn't even know that movie came out. <laughs> I'm a Matt Damon fan, no question. But I had no idea that movie was even being made. So that's not our fault. That's not anyone else's fault. That's your fault. Who's your Facts. production team? Facts. Tell them. Tell the people. Put it out there. You know how many YouTube ads there are? <laughs> right. And put money into your shit. Put money into your advertisement. Put money into promotion. Like, I understand it. Again, you're going on a media tour. You got movies to promote. You're not doing a great job in promoting your movies just by putting other movies down. Facts. And I, don't, I think these old, older producers and older directors don't understand how much of our childhood is being imagined right now. Right. For all the comic book nerds, for all for all the anime nerds, for all the people that loved superheroes growing up and getting to see your favorite superheroes on the screen. And and not even just the mainstream superheroes. Like, of course we're always gonna have the Supermans, the Batmans, um, the Spider-Mans, all of that. But to see characters that look like you, characters that you've resonated with since you started reading being on screen. Like, imagine the people that have been reading Shang-Chi for years since they were little. Right. All, all of the Asian kids reading Shang-Chi, all the black kids reading Black Panther, and we finally get these movies, and now you're going to just tell us they're dog shit because they make more money than yours? Come on, fam. 
crazy. Come on. It's crazy. Take your L. Hold your L. I'll deliver it to you. I'll pack it up. Personally. For free. I, you don't even got to pay me, fam. I'll literally pack up your L and deliver it to you. And you can just hold it. I'll be in the back waving. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's happening? Hey. Sea you turtles? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would make more, more money than yours, too. But anyways, so boom. This is the part of class where we talk about some reviews of some of the entertainment that's come out, whether it be TV shows, movies, anything like that. We're going to start with Hit Monkey. I know you watched the first episode. I did. What you think about it? You know I don't like cartoons. Facts. But I actually, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think it's because I've been on my My Hero kick lately. Yeah. So this definitely was... But I don't know. It's like... I don't know how to explain this, because I know people judge me, like, you don't watch cartoons, like, <laughs> bro, look, <laughs> for some reason, when I grew up, I just stopped watching them, like, I just stopped caring about cartoons. Now, don't get me wrong, obviously, when Disney Plus came out, I turned on Proud Family, I turned on Recess, you know. Oh, classic. You know, Doug, stuff like that. Right. But I've never been into cartoons since I, like, grew up, like, turned into a teenager. Mm -hmm. So, this one... Kind of remind me of like the old Adult Swim days, like with Samurai Jack. It's gruesome. It's cutting. It's getting blasted. Yeah. It's it's chunky, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. That nigga really got these ops. Like <laughs> he really got this monkey. And I, and I know it's weird, but like you know, apes, monkeys—they're all my favorite type of animals. So this to me is like, oh, this is some shit I need to see. <laughs> Like, this is some shit. Why they got all your popping, bro? Bro, Hit Monkey. I like Hit Monkey. I've gotten, I've almost finished the series. And like I told you, I just finished the comic run too. So I kind of knew where it was going the whole time. I just wanted to see how it was translated to Hulu and the animated format. Like you said, the monkey's a hitter. Bro, that nigga ain't playing. Bro, he can't, he letting the chopper sing. Yeah. <laughs> That's chopping in C notes, nigga. Yeah, both of them, bro. <laughs> Oh, it's homies died, but he was still standing. <laughs> the chopper hitting whistle tones, bro. It looks like on a Mariah Carey shit. But <laughs> for all you don't know, Hit Monkey is literally about a monkey that becomes a hitman. It's literally what it sounds like. And he's a hitman because his family got gunned down. His family of monkeys got gunned down. And he, he's out for revenge. You know what I'm saying? And it's animated just like Archer. Yeah. I did see that the one of the people that worked on Archer is also working on this show. So that shows why it's so similar in the animation style and some of the humor too. Um, like the homie said, this is gruesome, bro. So I don't suggest letting your, your kids watch yeah, it just yeah, thinking no, no, it's no, an no. animated cartoon. Because while it is animated... He's catching bodies. Yeah, he is catching bodies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is NC-17 rated R. Do not let your children watch right. this. Right, but I say if you enjoy things like Daredevil, um, if you enjoy things like Deadpool, like if you enjoy the action of Daredevil and the humor of Deadpool, I feel like it's it's kind yeah. of a mix of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because good. the action yeah. is very gruesome, yeah. but at the same time, there is humor yeah, with that's, it that's as well. Um. So I I like Hit Monkey. I recommend it. I definitely think you should check it out. Um, but yeah, that, that's really all I gotta say about it at this point. Well, what you watch this week, man? I watched King Richard, HBO Max, Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. That guy, that guy, that guy. So obviously, people know me. They know I'm obsessed with Will Smith. That's just how it is. Don't judge me. It's my idol. It's my guy. 
but I did watch this in a non-biased way. <laughs> I would you know hope what I'm saying? so. I was really like, I hope so. let me not just look at Will and look at this story itself. Now, I'm a big sports movie kind of guy. You know, remember Titans, Coach Carter, Cool Runnings. Classics. All hits. And that's kind of how this felt when watching it. It wasn't like just, you know, some kid movie. This was like some real serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, me and you, we always talk about having racism in movies and, you know, watching, you know, people get beat up by police and stuff like that. That, That's in here. Mm -hmm. But, like, it just intensified how far Serena and Venus and that family came. Mm -hmm. And to see not only their coach, but their father take on what he took on just to get them to that point in their life. Mm -hmm. It was just incredible to witness. And knowing that, you know, I was raised by mostly women. You know, my mom, she's mixed. She's still black, she's mixed. Mm -hmm. But I know how hard it is for black women in this world to be accepted, to be pushed, to be, you know, not limited because they're female, especially of black descent. Mm -hmm. So to see this and see them and knowing Serena was actually the underdog and Venus was that, that one mm-hmm. was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really sitting here watching it. I'm just like, bro, I'm in here stressed. Like, I don't know them. Like, this is this is a lot. This is a handful. Yeah. So, again, representation matters because it's like when we watch Coach Carter, it wasn't just about getting them to play basketball or scholarships. It was getting them their education. Mm-hmm. I want my boys to go to college. Right. And that's how he turned into, it was like, yeah, I want my girls to be future lawyers, future doctors. Yes, they'll be tennis stars, but I want them to be kids. I want them to go to school. Mm-hmm. I want them to get an education because you're mm-hmm. nothing in this world without an education. And so that just intensified my liking. And I'm like, damn, this is what we need. Yeah. This is what we need. Black cinema, no... Sorry to say this, no white savior coming to help oh, these don't be, girls. Don't be sorry about that. <laughs> I, no, you gotta be sorry about that, man. I'm just saying, in the sense, not sorry, but like, I just felt like this is something that we need. It's a representation of fathers, black fathers, because there are some. Like, I always tell you all the time, like, <laughs> you grew up so differently than me. <laughs> shout out, Pops. Oh, shout God. Out, shout out, Mama. And Pops. that just, this just shows how much. A father is needed, especially in these in this time that they're in. I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but mm-hmm. that's that's something that I was just really sitting here like, damn. Again, this is what we need. Just like the cowboy movie I told you, we ain't had black cinema in a while. That's what we needed. Oh, proud family's coming out again. That's, that's what, what we needed. needed. <laughs> and again, here we are with King Richard watching a black father take his daughters and trying to do what he could to get them a better life. Now, obviously, I didn't research all the Wikipedia on this man, but there are some things there. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, you know, uh, to each his own, you know what I'm saying? Overall, if you haven't checked it out, it's on HBO Max or go to a theater. But, yeah, you guys should definitely watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I do think it's good that we also get um, biopics about black females because... While we do have some, the majority is a, a lot of black males. So to get a biopic about them is amazing, especially when they're still alive. I love when we can do biopics for people that are still alive and still here so we can appreciate them while they're still here. And we all know Serena and Venus, I mean, they're, they're the goats. They're, they're 
nasty on that tennis oh, court. God. <laughs> nasty. Like, people are always debating, who's the best athlete, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady? It's like, Serena. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck, bro. Serena is the greatest athlete I've ever seen with my she's eyes. She's built, nigga. Bro, she's different. Built like a tank, bro. Different. <laughs> and really walks out on the tennis court like, yeah, this is my shit. Right. Who's coming to get this L? Who's coming in second? Like, literally, she'll walk. <laughs> literally, she, she'll walk over there and just be like, that's nice to meet all of you. Like, it's great. Who's coming in second? Because I this is my court now. I don't care if it's Wimbledon. I don't care where we're at. It's, like, my court. So, I, I'm glad that, that we can get this biopic, especially while they're still alive and, and we can appreciate them. So, like Brett said, go ahead, check it out. It's on HBO Max and it's in theater. So, if you want that theater experience, feel free to go. If you want to just chill at home, watch it on HBO Max, that's cool, too. Um, but I also wanted to get into a little anime section here. The Cowboy Bebop live action adaptation is on Netflix now. It's okay. It, <laughs> it's I all right. I know you watch it. You watch it? I watch some of it. Oh. Actually, I watch most of it. Oh, damn. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all right. I think it suffers from the source material only being 26 episodes. Mm. It's one of those animes that was not very long. And I also think it suffers just from being a live adaptation of an anime. Anime works so much better when it's animated because you can do so much more with the animation. Everyone knows the anime style. The battles in animation are crazy. Yeah. And the the feel of the animation's different, even from the way characters shake when when they're embarrassed or they're angry or or the eyes shake when they're looking at something that they like or whatever the case may be with the animation style for anime. It just works better animated. And I feel like that's kind of what the Cowboy Bebop live adaptation suffers from. Um, and I think that's what a lot of live adaptations of animated content suffers from. Even when we go to like Disney remakes, you know how the Lion King li- yeah. live adaptation, it was beautiful. It was. Don't get me wrong. like yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. But you cannot get the emotion out no. of a real lion's face no. <laughs> that you can no. in the animated version. And that's why it suffered. The right. voice acting just did not match mm-hmm. the look of a lion's face when a lion's face cannot make that range of emotion. Right. So I, I think it's kind of the same thing. But, I mean, if you love Cowboy Bebop, I know a lot of people do. We grew up on it. So I'd say go check it out for yourself. But for me, it was just okay. Um, but that's, that's essentially what we're looking at now but at this time of class we're going into our segment called let's get it all the things that we're excited for coming up hawkeye what's good bro i know i know you ready for this go ahead talk (laughs) talk your shit y'all see my baby on the red carpet (laughs) y'all see my baby on the red carpet all right i don't think y'all saw my baby (laughs) on the red carpet but i did who's your baby though hey lay baby (laughs) i hoped to God, I, I'm gonna pray for this. <laughs> she hears this. Oh I God, need, I really you need her to hear this. If y'all are listening to this and y'all can just send her links <laughs> to her DM to this podcast and just give her the timestamp, please do so because I, I definitely want her to hear this. Yo, real shit though. Like I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? She's playing K Bishop. Obviously, Hawkeye itself is dope. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. Obviously, if you haven't checked it out, Apple TV, Eric Dixon, season finale, you know, you should probably go watch it. And you're plugging her other shows? <laughs> that's baby. That's, Nigga, that's you're thirsty. Yes. Go grab a Sprite. Or <laughs> 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 you 
Give already drinking, bro. Already at it. I can try cranberry out for the holiday season to get you some flavor, nigga. <laughs> No, nah, but for real, yeah, I'm really excited about Hawkeye, just in general. Um, you know, I always felt like Hawkeye was an underrated character mm-hmm. in Marvel. I feel like they didn't really use him like they should have. So getting the series, hopefully it's a good development on his character, something we can see more of. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I agree. Because, you know, Hawkeye in the MCU, it's kind of a mixed bag. I mean, we got a little bit of character development when we got introduced to his family. We yeah. kind of saw how he wanted to get out of the superhero game things of that nature and even when he lost his family in the blip how he just turned into a cold-blooded killer he was just like <laughs> he was like everybody's getting chopped i don't care right and that's what i wanted more of like i wanted to see more of that so hopefully they do that in this because we know he's dope Man. we know he can do a lot of things and like i said i was reading the the comic book run that a lot of the tv show is adapting um, and I think it'll be dope. I'm excited for Hawkeye, and I like that it's kind of like a street-level offering from the MCU. It's not cosmic in any way. It, it's not like magic or anything like right. that. We're just seeing people with everyday problems deal with <laughs> people that are evil, essentially. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an everyday dude, and, and so is Kate Bishop. So I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. Um and I'm excited to see what the dog can do, too, because I see the dog got his own poster. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a dog person, bro. I'm a yes. sucker for dogs. I'm aware. So, I, I'm with it. I'm ready. So, other than that, coming up is Encanto. Disney Animation is coming out with their next movie. Lin-Manuel Miranda did the music for it. You, have you seen a lot of trailers for it? Have you seen? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. What do you think about it? I mean, I don't know. It's cartoon. again i don't like cartoons it don't stop bro like it's still a cartoon to me so i'm not as interested in it as you know the normal person would be Uh, it is my baby's birthday next friday so we probably are gonna go watch it um not my baby my cousin i just say my baby uh i ain't got no kids i ain't got no no children (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we'll, I think we're gonna rent out the theater and go watch it with the fam, just, you know, but again, it's cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, yeah. I think it'll be cool. I'm into the whole magic aspect of it. I'm into the Colombian representation. Um, so I think it'll be cool. I'm excited to hear the music for it, because, you know, music right. for animated movies is so huge to me. If the music slaps, it's gonna get me more invested into it, so I'm I'm ready essentially for the music and i don't know movies that come around around thanksgiving i feel like are, are pretty good especially animated movies that's where we got like wreck it ralph and, and i think big hero 6 was a thanksgiving movie too don't quote me on that i'm not sure but <laughs> my point stands anyways moving on to the next section of class we're in goat talk this is where we talk about a few of our favorite things ranking them you know, and I feel like last episode we got into a little talk about the saddest cartoon and animated deaths. This fictional guy. deaths. Here you go. So, <laughs> bruh, we said we were going to come back to it, and we never did in the first episode, so now we got to talk about it. Oh, my God. We established Mufasa is the saddest animated death of all time. And we know you don't like cartoons now, but I know you're well-versed in the animation section. So, let's talk about it. All right, go, go ahead, bruh. Mufasa number one. Okay. No cap. Everything else in my list is in no particular order, 
but Tadashi's in there. I don't care what you say, bro. You was heartless the last episode. I was heartless, He bro. just blew up. What do you mean he just blew up, He also saw His bro. own teacher blew him up uh, and God. showed no remorse for that shit. He I was a cold nigga. I wasn't knocking that. And it, like I said, <laughs> it changed Hero's whole character, bro. He was still nice up until the point he caught the nigga in the kabuki mask <laughs> in a corner, bro. <laughs> bro, he took out... He took out <laughs> Baymax's fucking programming and put in a kill code and was like, I don't give a fuck who gets in my way, Baymax. He has to die right now. Changed his whole character. Everything was different from that point. So Tadashi's in there. Like I said before, Iron Giant's in there. I didn't know he was coming back. You might have known. You might have been a very perceptive kid. I was. No, you weren't. I, Anyways. I was. <laughs> I didn't know he was coming back. All I saw was my big homie get blown up by an atomic bomb in the sky. And I didn't know he was coming back. So that was sad to me. He even got a statue in the park, bro. He was a real hero. No one else got a statue. Balto. <laughs> Damn, Balto did get a statue. Ooh. Balto so got clear. a statue. So clearly statues ain't that important. Guys. Hold up, bro. Hold up. Do not ever compare Balto to Iron Man. <laughs> they different. They're different. But anyways, Uncle Aaron and Spider-Verse is in my in one of my saddest deaths too because bruh like of course he was on his prowler shit he was trying to get the flash drive back he was literally about to kill miles and miles had to show him who he was and when he pulled his mask back down and mm-hmm. then he got popped bruh that hit different for me yeah that, that definitely that hit was different for me. and then his brother had to find him in the alley oh my god that hits different and then also i i feel like this is my last one off the top of my head. Stoic from How to Train Your Dragon 2. Because old, oh, yeah. old boy had yeah, yeah, toothless yeah. kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that shit that, hurt. That shit did hurt. And think about it. He literally just found his wife again. Yeah. He he had his whole family back. His whole family was back together. Everything was good. Everything was happy. And then toothless had to kill him because he couldn't disobey the directions of an alpha. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's a good ass trilogy right there too. Oh, definitely. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh Those God. three movies are flawless together. Oh yeah, we should definitely talk about that next segment too. Oh, <laughs> well, next go talk. We talking about Trilogy. Oh God, we talking about Trilogy because How to Train Your Dragon is up. <laughs> Toothless was and is one of the best characters ever. That doesn't say a word. Like nigga, they developed a dragon. Like you know how dope you gotta be. <laughs> To develop a dragon. Yeah. See, now we're getting into hella shit. Because I think we gotta talk about how DreamWorks animation has caught up to Disney, Because no one ever talks about everyone holds Disney and Pixar in such a high standard. They've earned it. I get it. But DreamWorks animation yeah. has caught up. And so has other animation studios. Sony animation is tough too. Mm-hmm. With Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Mm-hmm. And like they're tough. So yeah, we gotta talk about it next time. But but what you think about the character does. Who you got? So, obviously. Kurt Jack. Kurt Jack. I gave y'all the Kurt Jack. You know what I'm saying? Just to be nice. You know. Obviously, Iron Man. That was sad when we were kids. Yes, I agree. I did know, though. Because, obviously, he'd come back together. But that's just, you know. That's just me. That's just me. Mufasa, you made good details of him. You know. That shit was gruesome. But now that we actually think about it. Got on the Got on the gorge, got thrown off the gorge, trampled again. Um, but yeah, so to me, animation, I don't know, bro. Like, again, I always say this to people. 
It's just about how you connect with someone. Obviously, we connect to Mufasa because that was fun. That was Mm -hmm. like, damn, oh shit. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that just happened. I was expecting this man to die. He's the king. He's the king. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so that I get. That's number one, always, forever. Kerjack, to me, because I got daddy issues. I'm not ashamed. So yeah, that's up there. And then... Be open, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Black men talking about their feelings. Go ahead, bro. On God. Talk about it. And then the third one, you know, I'm very close with my brothers. So there's one movie I really can't watch because I'll just immediately cry. And that's Brother Brother Bear. Bear. (laughs) Yes, bro. When his older brother died, bro. (laughs) Like, there's not a lot of movies that get me, but Brother Bear is definitely one of those (laughs) movies where I'm just like, I cannot watch this movie ever again in my life because I will cry like never before. (laughs) So so that one, that one definitely is on top for me. Yeah. And then Coco, uh, find out that you know, Hector was murdered, bruh. I will say that. Coco's twist got me, bro. Yeah. The first time I watched him there, I was like, oh my god. Because you think he got to his grandpa and everything's right. good. Like, this is who I've been wanting to meet this whole time. This is who I've been yearning for. Yeah. And we can make music. Like, yeah. this is beautiful. And it's not. Nice. No. He's been traveling with his grandpa the whole time. And it, he's struggling to be remembered. Right. People don't talk about Coco enough for me. And that's because that shit is actually hella sad, bro. Like it's hella yeah, sad. Yeah, I've only watched it twice. <laughs> I it's hard for me to even turn it on again. Like I can't do it. Even when Grandma Coco yeah, seems remembering bruh, me at the I'm end. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Heartstrings. Oh god. Playing them oh, like god. a fiddle. I'm not even playing. And then I'm not gonna lie, I don't like Princess and the Frog, but Ray. You know, my man went to the big bright light in the sky, you know what I'm saying? You want to be with his man, you know? So that's it. Yeah, that's what to me. But to me, it's like, it's just, I don't know. I've always found a way to connect with certain things that mm-hmm. are personally in my life that, mm-hmm. you know, bother me, that make me sad. So those all have some type of connection with me personally, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't understand Iron, Iron Giant just mm-hmm. because, like, well, I don't know any fucking big ass robots. <laughs> See, I can't identify with that. Right, shit. I, I can't identify with that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like I play with toys. Fuck that Iron Giant, nigga. Well, then what about Big Hero Six? Because the brothers. I mean, his brother got blown up in front of him. I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel it. I think with Brother Bear, it's because we saw that nigga fall from the mountain. Okay, so it's more visual. <laughs> yeah, it's more visual. You. Like I. When I see someone running to a burning building, I don't expect you to come out. <laughs> okay. So I, okay. so in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, he's dead. Like <laughs> this yeah. man is dead. Yeah. But with Brother Bear, my man, like he sacrificed himself to save his brother. Like just, just like that. And that shit was like, oh, okay, this is getting deep. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, and I think that's that's the difference for me personally when I watch movies. If I can put myself in the shoes of the person that's feeling the aftermath of a death, that's what gets me. Yeah. And it's the situation. Because if a movie can take me out of myself and put me in the shoes of the protagonist, mm-hmm. that's what gets me. And that's why, for Big Hero, that's why it hits so hard for me. Because I'm looking at it from Hero's eyes. I literally just watched my brother run into a building to save a man. And the man he was trying to save is the one that killed him. Okay. Yeah. I so that, that hits me. And then also with Iron Giant, um, Hogarth had no friends up until that point. True. 
and the Iron Giant was his only friend. And up to that point, it's almost like he helped the Iron Giant grow up because the Iron Giant was essentially a baby. Yeah. And he taught him everything about life. And then to watch him die, Yeah. I, I feel like that hits me hard. And then also for Spider-Verse with Uncle Aaron, like I said, like it's just the way I explain the situation because it's Miles lifting up his hood or his mask to show him, hey, it's your nephew. Do not kill me. Yeah. He gets popped. He takes him to an alley. And then his brother comes and finds yeah. his body. And, yeah, that was and, and they weren't talking or anything. Like, they weren't even on good terms. Yeah. And his brother died. Yeah. So I feel like that's the thing for me is when a movie does a good job of taking me out of myself and putting me into the shoes of the protagonist and I see the aftermath and kind of the situation, even with Stoic, where he had just come to love dragons at the end of the first movie. They they had their yeah. dragon family. He had his own dragon. He had trusted him. And and to know that Toothless was made to kill him, that that's tough, bro. And then you think of Hiccup, who now has to look at Toothless like, you did kill my dad. Right. But I love you regardless. Right. That's just beautiful. It is. Like, <laughs> Without question. No. Yeah. yeah totally so, agree. So I think that's kind of... Yeah. why I picked my desk and then of course you pick your desk yeah. for your that's what I say I feel like this is why people ask me oh why would you recommend movies like to me personally it's like everyone has a different type of feeling a different type of connection mm-hmm. so I don't really give people movies to watch because I don't know how you feel about that when I watch right. a movie I'm looking at it totally different than anyone else I'm just be honest with you mm-hmm. like, I am you know I'm I'm in that shit so <laughs> so there's no way you're gonna feel what I feel so I try not to tell people you know oh watch this or oh you should feel this way about this because it's just not it's not for me you feel how you feel so my depths are different than yours player yeah I mean we're gonna be different and I feel like that's the that's the beautiful thing about entertainment and yeah. media everyone looks at it differently it can be received differently from different people and that's why I'm also glad that we have this platform just as black men we can talk about entertainment in a way that a lot of other people can't talk about it. We can talk about it through our own cultural lens. We could talk about it through our own personal personal opinion and, and the way we see it personally as well. Because like you said, we're going to have differing opinions. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason why we had a podcast. Yep. It'd be boring if everything we, we said was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, we're brothers, so we definitely and, argue. <laughs> right. and, and that's what's different because I feel like a lot of people, when they talk to black people about media or, or even life in general, I feel like a lot of people see us as one person. Yeah. Especially just with me, just speaking from personal experience, going to high school, I went to a, a predominantly white high school and I was the only black kid in a lot of my classes. Mm. And especially when it comes to English and literature, if we're reading like To Kill a Mockingbird, it'd be kind of weird when the teacher would be like, What do you think about this section? How does <laughs> how does <laughs> how does this black man being on trial make you feel? And everyone's looking at you like, he's going to speak for all black people. Right. Like, all black people don't think the same. We're all different as well. Black comes in all different shades, comes in all different experiences and things like that. Of course, we have shared experiences. And of course, we do feel the same about a lot of things. But I think that's the beauty of, of culture and, and of us just being black. being different. And that's beautiful. So... For everyone listening, that's essentially our podcast. And <laughs> in a nutshell, we're different, but we're also black and we also have shared experiences. And we're going to talk about media. We're going to talk about real shit. We're going to talk about everything the way we see it Facts. unapologetically. Oh, so God. keep God. listening. Keep listening. Peace, God. <laughs> Peace, God. <laughs> <laughs> but also, 
still with the goat talk. Adele dropped the album. You listened to it yet? Yeah, listen to it. What you think? What? What do you think I think? She's it's sad. sad. <laughs> She's sad. It's fucking sad. She's sad. But it is. It is. She's so good. <laughs> Bruh, like, we just love Adele. Like, oh, it don't matter. It don't is, matter to me. She is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, her vocals are out of this fucking world. So, right. like, I will never say anything bad about that woman. So, yeah. And, and she's one of the people that makes you feel her music. Yeah. And I love that. When you listen to music and you can feel feel what yeah. that person is feeling and that feeling they're trying to convey you might have never been through what that person has been through, but you can feel every note every word every melody that shit hits and that's what adele does and she navigates that that lane so well she does she's 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 always been about connecting with mm-hmm. her fans mm-hmm. no matter how you feel you're always going to get to that level of just being with adele mm-hmm. and that's what makes her an amazing artist so yeah, I, I enjoyed the album. I'm a sad boy, so it don't really matter. I'm a sad boy. Yeah, know. all those all those songs went into my bad day playlist. Like yeah. for sure. They definitely uh, all of them. I took the whole album and just put it in my bad day playlist. And to your point of her connecting with people, I saw an interview um she did with Apple Music before the album dropped, and the topic of TikTok songs came up. And he was like, you know, you have you ever thought about making TikTok songs or anything like that? She's like, yeah, I mean, people have come to me and we've talked about TikTok songs and things, but I'm not making music for, for them. I'm not making music for that demographic. She's like, a lot of younger people have TikToks and are making TikToks consistently and dancing, but those people have mothers. Those people have 30 to 40-year-olds, aunts, uncles, fathers, and those are the people I'm connecting with right. because those are the people that have my life experience. They've been on this earth longer, and those are the people that will connect with my music. And I respect the hell out of that, bro. Because yeah. a lot of the music industry is just looking for the next hit. Real is shit. just looking for that next thing that can get them out into the public eye, or whatever the case may be. But Adele knows her audience. She knows who she's talking to. Yeah. And she's unapologetic about that. And that I, that deserves all my respect. So she she definitely has it all. But now we're in the section of class where it just got real. This is where we talk about some of the real world things that has happened over the past week. Again, we started the show with saying this, but again, RIP to Jacob Blake, RIP um, to the two gentlemen to the two gentlemen that Kyle Rittenhouse killed on that night. And, you know, it, it's kind of sad. We're not surprised. We are tired. It is exhausting to be black in America. We all know this. But if you need a mental health day, take it for sure because it, it's tough it, it's been very tough if you need help feel free to reach out to to anyone to hotline to to anyone that you feel comfortable with speaking to never be afraid of doing that as well but again we we definitely just want to pay our respects to them and also pay our respects to young doll because yeah that was sad it's crazy yeah that's sad. it's crazy like he was literally just going to get cookies <laughs> at a at a local cookie spot that he shouted out before and his life was just taken so r.i.p to him we know he had kids and he had a family um and you know it, it's just tough and hopefully they're being supported the way that they need to be yeah but yeah man it's it's thanksgiving like we talked about while a lot of things are going on in the world that that are sad that that can get us down there are a lot of things that we can be thankful for too and Again, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for you, brother, for this 
You're welcome. For this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was, really, I was really trying to be cool. You're welcome. <laughs> See, now we got to run the ones. <laughs> now we gotta run the one. But whatever. Again, thankful for you, thankful for this platform that we have now. Um, what you gotta say for now. No, yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm thankful for all this, man. I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful for being a black blurred, you know what I'm saying? I'm thankful for you, of course, for you know, giving me the confidence to do this because you know I'd be behind the scenes quiet, not really talking a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, minding yeah, my own. Nigga. Yeah, you are that annoying nigga that I know. No, I'm that I know. Nigga. I'm I know him. super annoying. That guy. Right. Yeah, irritating. You know what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm thankful that we're here. I'm thankful that we can connect with all y'all. Uh, thank you for all the reviews. Thank you for listening. Um, and to the dude that just asked me if I listen to Drake staring out the window. Yes, yes, I do. Margaret's Room is one of my shits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> classic. 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 So yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful to be here. And I'm glad we can all connect on something as being black and, you know, talking about nerdy shit. Yep. Black and nerdy as hell, but class is dismissed, so we'll catch y'all in a week. Of course, this is dropping weekly. Always come back to the Blurred Alliance University. Always welcome here, but that's it for us. I'm J-Rock. I'm McFly.